0: Welcome to the Create It with Katrina Julia show by Fit Life Creation, where we talk all the things on faith, wellness, marketing, business, and travel so you create a life and business you love. I understand the struggle. I've transformed every area of life from fear to faith, self hate to love corporate to calling, and bondage to freedom, including transitioning from over seven industries, and more. You will learn all the things to create, transform, and inspire a life and business you love. So let's create it.
1: Welcome to another unscripted episode where I'm going off the fly. I've just got four or five bullet points and I'm sharing. So, you guys, it is only crazy until it happens to quote Transformation Church and Pastor Michael Todd. So, if you didn't know, faith is a huge part of my journey. I have had an incredible testimony in every single area of life, walking from fear to faith, self-hate to love, pain to purpose, devaluing to purity, corporate to calling, lies to love, and bondage to freedom, safe to say in every area of life. And the big part of my transformation really catapulted and started when I moved to Atlanta, Georgia in 2010. So Atlanta does and will always, always, always have a special place in my heart. And also why I, even with me traveling, I still feel compelled to call it home. That's why I have a tiny storage in Atlanta. And that's why I know I am either returning now again for it to be my base, or I will in 2022. Some things are still unclear and I'll be sharing more on the next episode. So you know that I am right there walking. You know, through life with you, something's super clear, something's unknown, and having faith. And so there you have it. And part of my journey and testimony, if you didn't know, also includes dropping and losing over 55 pounds over seven years ago and keeping it off. Helping hundreds to thousands of people do the same with tips, tools, and tech, with meal plans, workout plans, online guidance, herbal life, nutrition, community, and more. Also includes me choosing purity before marriage 10 years ago. If you would have told me I would still be walking through that journey and be unmarried, I would have told you you were nuts. Also, um, a lot of things in my life. I feel like that, like really, really God, you only gave me a part of that. And then also shifting from corporate to calling. I've walked through seven plus industries serving from entrepreneurs to fortune 500 companies, serving in roles in strategy, finance operations. I have an MBA, CPA certified in nutrition and shifted to creating an all-in-one lifestyle brand to really, really help people create and scale a life and business Love putting all those gifts, talents, and abilities together. Needless to say, that journey has not been easy. Um, I often say, you know, or ask people, you know, when things come up, and depending on the conversation and relationship, that you know, when people say, Oh, I don't believe in God, I'm like, Well, what God do you serve? and they'll look at me and they'll say, I just said, I don't believe in God. I'm like, Yeah, but what God do you serve? and so what I mean by that is. When I didn't believe in God or when I was on the fence or when I straddled, meaning I believed in God, but then I would still dabble in Reiki or I would still dabble in, you know, other belief systems, you know, or whatnot, while I still respect and honor belief systems, I'm very – Discerning in where or how I'm splitting my energy because so many things were revealed to me and so many things I walked through the last three years. And what I mean by other gods is, you know, do you worship the god of money? So I used to worship the god of money, or is is called in scripture mammon, meaning I made the god of money, status, uh, bank account, uh, position, uh, my identity do you worship the god of materialism meaning do you you know run to amazon or to the mall for quote unquote retail therapy been there done that do you worship the god of sex meaning you um you know maybe can't let go of someone because of sex and that is literally your god and nothing else is going right been there done that and realizing where I wanted and desired deeply to be whole and have my identity in Christ and for, you know, the man that I'm going to marry to be the same. And so our identity is not in sex, is not in each other, is in, you know, God first and foremost. And then when you come together, it's a beautiful union. Um, Do you worship the God of people's opinions? Hello, social media. It's very easy to do that. Do you worship the God of comparison? So you can start to see where there is so many gods that we can worship. And a lot of those are equated in different ways biblically, whether, again, you believe in God or not, whether you have read the Bible or not. I felt compelled about three years ago to start reading the Bible straight through Even though about seven or eight years ago, I had done various studies, I had never read straight through, which also radically changed things. So I shared in a last couple episodes to where I surprisingly, you know, ended up having my brand new uh, computer of about six months start having screen issues that catapulted or dominoed into me going back to the USA sooner. So it's funny how things work and funny how God works that I thought, oh, this will be easier to get, you know, my computer fixed and then I can do boom, boom, boom. But then that started to, you know how like when you pull a string that you think you're pulling like one thing, like say you're pulling a string on a shirt. Well, if you don't cut it off quick, then, or you don't realize it starts to unravel different things and oftentimes in a great way. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. So it led to me reaching out to one of my best friends in Houston and spending time with her and her girls. And really, really, I started to feel like, even though I've had, you know, an incredible time traveling the world, I have so much gratitude and contentment. I've cut living expenses over half. Um, you know, so a lot of humility, grace, adventure, all the things, and also, you know, to bust your bubble, like, Lana Joy, or Joy Joy, as she's called my, one of my close friends, Angela, her little girl says, uh, she's like, you burst, let me, let me burst your bubble. So cute. Anyway, um, a deep desire for community and then also the holidays started to come up, you know, in many countries, you know, holidays are Shared in many different ways. And also, I started to reflect on historically how people lived in, you know, these villages of 100, 200 people. And, you know, of course, the pandemic brought up things of isolation and different things. But even as I traveled and even as I was surrounded by people and even as I was sharing things with you guys, or even as, you know, I was sharing about, um, you know, upcoming retreats, or even as I was with people, you know, and doing projects in Honduras or in Costa Rica, you know, working with people day by day, but it still wasn't my closest friends, you know, yet, which they could be, you know, still wasn't family. And, you know, and just, you know, sometimes feeling like things are maybe unfinished or unresolved, or maybe there's still, you know, chapters to things. So I felt compelled to reach out to a couple friends when I was coming into the States And Angela, I shared, you know, I thought was going to respond last, but she responded first. So I spent about a week with her in Houston, got everything with my computer resolved and then started feeling compelled to visit Transformation Church. So Transformation Church, if you haven't heard of them Based in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Pastor Michael Todd, I highly recommend you go and listen and starting with the first Crazy Faith series in 2019. Or maybe even the one now, Crazier Faith, or anything else that catches your eyes, you know, on your relationship goals is another great one. So, you know, just, just seeing how you're led in that. Pastor Michael Todd is super relatable, humble, open, transparent, or like they like to say, hot is one of their tenants of their, you know culture code. So it caught my eye through a call that we had with Herbalife Nutrition with Annie and Seven. And then I started to devour their series on everything over and over in 2019 into 2020. And it became my home church. So I still stayed involved in Passion City Church in Atlanta, like Passion City The Grove, going on Sundays often. Um, but Transformation Church became the church where I tithed and where I tithe. And also, uh, I still went to Bible studies and, you know, different events or concerts with Mount parent Church. Like I recently went to a Christmas concert with the kids with my friend Silvana and mariella my first Sunday in Atlanta. Um, so when I was in Houston, I started feeling compelled and actually even before that, uh, to visit Transformation Church because, and especially when they announced the crazy faith offering was going to be at the first original location on Pine Street where it all started. And you guys may or may not know, I actually lived in Oklahoma years ago in 2006 when I worked for Phillips. And they, um, after a couple months, originally I was going to be based in Houston, but after a couple months when they realized I needed to be placed with a CPA, the only opening they had at the time was in Bartlesville with previously Phillips. And I ended up, um, deciding to live in Owasso cause it was closer to Tulsa and about 40 minutes in Bartlesville. So anyway, I decided to fly to Transformation Church to really, really feel, because it's, of course, one thing to be online, but of course, it's one thing to be in a physical location with anything, with an event, with anything in life, or, you know, it's one thing to text a person versus call a person versus see a person in person, right? So I went to go visit. I flew in, you know, late on the 4th um, of December, and the next uh, morning, I spent some time in prayer and worship, and then I went to go visit the church. And immediately, you guys, it's indescribable when I walked in. It was, it wasn't so much the physical per se location; it was the feeling like the presence and the spirit of God, and then also seeing all the crazy faith cards and the visions and the dreams, you know, written on the walls, the cards written out, I could just feel a palpable spirit of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, through that, I, and I had set, you know, a a prayer and of just limitlessness, obedience, sacrifice and gratitude to walk in and just be grateful for everything that God has done and every single blessing that I've had in my life and immediately I literally like I said hi to a couple of servers and volunteer, you know, volunteers at the door and walked to a spot and I just started crying you guys I started weeping Just weeping in gratitude, weeping in um, just contentment, but also, like, you know, how they say when you supposedly when you die, you start to see like a reel of things in your life and I you know want to live poured out and that like no gift, talent, and ability, no vision or dream is left, no point of impact, no book unwritten, no course undone, nothing is left inside of me. And I also was praying that I was also praying that I see those highlight reels and that gratitude and contentment all the time while I'm alive because it's a different way to live. And as I closed my eyes, I started to see my entire year, like every adventure, every moment, you know, in Costa Rica, in Guatemala, in Mexico, in Costa Rica again, in El Salvador, in Honduras, you know, in Mexico City, in Houston, just every single thing. And then going back years. And oftentimes I also close my eyes and I see the vision for my life, you know, things that God's revealed, things that have been spoken into my life, things that he started putting on my heart in 2010, 2011, 2013, 2015, just so many things. And many things have come to pass and many things have not yet. And at the same time, like feeling those emotions, but then at the same time, feeling like this longing in my heart and soul for the things that haven't yet come to pass, you know, whether it's with love, whether it's with the amount of people to impact, the amounts of money to give, the created center in Atlanta, you know, at Lenox Mall, so many things and being patient and still believing in crazy faith or crazier faith, no matter what. So all of that catapulted for me to go and me weeping and just giving gratitude, not putting a time limit on it, you know, worshiping, listening to the worship songs, letting, you know, God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit do what they were going to do in my heart. And then meeting a girl, Leslie, that moved from Houston to Tulsa and how that she was led to leave healthcare to soul care and we talked and then meeting Jasmine and having her pray for me, which is an incredibly touching name and the fact that God led me to her and, and she was led to me because you guys may or may not know I shared years ago in one of my episodes and blogs on the show about having abortions years ago from a very abusive relationship and how that tainted my soul. So not only how I walked in, or maybe not tainted my soul, but hurt my soul and hurt my heart for so many years. And it happened in my teens, especially walking through with him kicking my stomach even after he knew I was pregnant and how that brought so much fear, shame, and guilt and why and how I have a deep place in my heart and soul for battered women and women that have walked through that or are thinking about that or are walking through that as far as So many things. So I wrote my vision again in my journal. I wrote out my faith card. I wrote out on the wall, on the other wall, had Jasmine pray for me, interceded for others, and just felt like so much contentment, gratitude, peace, and crazy faith. And later I realized on the cards on the walls, I didn't, you know, write my name, which is interesting because I think part of that was the Holy Spirit was having me share and just share. However, I shared, you know, and honestly, and if things develop from that, to know it's from God and to be content in that, to know that I am seen, that I am known, I am heard and to know that also one of my prayers that I felt like God, Abba and then Jesus and then the Holy Spirit was putting deep on my heart was that when people hear me, when people see me, when people touch me, that they feel and see love the love of god and that they may or may not be able to describe it but that's what they feel see and touch that i am completely a vessel for him so um that was my incredible crazy faith experience and i'm believing in faith for so much throughout this year and in my life and lifetime and to return next year with my love and to continue to share and testify. And I got accepted for the TC Nation online team, which we just had our orientation call this week, which I sometimes share, sometimes don't share things, but I felt compelled to share. And it was interesting because Margot asked for five people and the Holy Spirit was having me pause, 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 and then say, okay, now raise your hand. And then what's interesting is she asked for five. I ended up being the sixth person. And then she said before my share that the Holy Spirit was like, stop after Katrina. So that was like a whole thing. And also being humbled because I knew by me waiting that it could be that maybe I didn't get to share, which is okay. Because also knowing that our prayers are hard your prayers are heard, whether you feel like it or not, whether the answer is yes, no, not now, maybe, which can be really hard and sometimes discouraging because many times all of that can be used to mess with our mind. So I'm here to tell you whether you are a man or a woman. And one of the things that keeps coming to my head to share is warrior woman and you're a warrior man. Um, to rise up and be bold and keep believing that the desires are that are on your heart. Psalms 37, four are there for you for a reason and to keep fighting in faith and fighting in freedom for them and for you. So that is my crazier faith. And part of the ways that I am prayerfully and crazily leaping into life step by step, uh, Going, whether it's abiding, whether it's acting, whether it's aligning or all of the above in faith, as you know, every single day in 2021, 2022, and beyond, and living a life that embodies a lifestyle and a legacy of faith. One thing that Pastor Michael Todd says in many of his series and sermons is that sometimes you may be the only book in the Bible that anyone reads, that they will never, ever open up the Bible, but your life speaks volumes to them, even if they don't believe in God, you know, even if they haven't up until this point there, that your life speaks to them of love, of compassion, of vision, of humility, of honor, of grace, of all the things that we are to embody and to, you know, love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, And that I can tell you oftentimes was not me. And trust is still really, really, really hard for me. And um, loving your neighbor as yourself, which is also really hard because people are often, Wow, I didn't expect all this on this. I just put literally you guys like five lines of uh, short, short bullets. I wrote Crazy Faith, Crazy Until It Happens, Computer, Transformation Church, Crazy Faith Journal, Card Vision, Atlanta, and Service. So this is as much for me as it is for you, obviously. And um, so loving your neighbor as yourself can be really hard. I listened to The Grove yesterday with Passion City Church, uh, The Grove Online. So I definitely recommend you listen to that. And Jenny or Jeannie Allen, who wrote, get out of your head and that became a bestseller, talked a lot about community and talked a lot about how, you know, as people, um, you know, people hurt people, hurt people. And let's be real. We've all been hurt people, meaning we've hurt people too. So it's not just that hurt people hurt us. We hurt people because we, you know, we, see things through a lens of the past, or we project things, or we let the enemy, you know, our lies have a field day in our head instead of asking for clarity, or being humble, or being open, or being transparent. And when I was listening, you know, when I was going through worship yesterday, and then when I was listening to her words, I was weeping because a lot of it The Holy Spirit was convicting me to say, you know, there's lots of ways you've put up walls or there's lots of ways that you've closed your heart or you haven't opened up. And then that led me to also reach out to, you know, someone that's often on my heart in prayers that is a past relationship that has a lot of um, maybe clarity, but also not clarity, but also wounds but also feels like maybe God's not done and maybe, you know, and he's revealed things to me through vision in 2013 or 14, but then the practical or the time also challenges me like, okay, God, was this really from you? And it, one of my, my phrase or my, my phrase for, for this year is I'm anchored in love. And so the Holy Spirit was like sitting on me all night about that and several other things with, you know, me possibly staying in Atlanta longer, with things coming up with my mom and dad, with finances and believing for finances and breaking the bondage of poverty and financial freedom. So guys, don't think for a second just because I've you know, got degrees or I have my own business that I have not walked through financial struggle, financial pain, poverty, humility. You can definitely listen to one of my last several episodes on that. Um, and also leading right now with Financial Peace University through Dave Ramsey as a coordinator, even though it's so much like crazy and mess to message in my own journey, but trusting God for the seeds that I'm sowing in every single area of my life. And so the Holy Spirit was sitting heavy on me to reach out. And one of the, not only because my phrase is I'm anchored in love and release and forgiveness and prayer and realizing we're all broken in so many ways. And no matter what happens and and just being grateful for every step and contentment. And then the other thing that's already been revealed to me for next year is that I am perfectly present. So. It's so easy, you guys, to get stuck in the past with, yes, celebration, but also fantasy, but also fear, shame, and guilt, and not releasing so that you grow. And then it's so easy to get stuck into vision and idolatry and, you know, holding on to vision to where we forget the present. And so a lot of what has been on my heart this year is being content, being grateful, but also being present, present, like embracing the fullness of like this life and this moment. Like I've been staying with one of my good friends, Mirella, this week in Atlanta and just observing the love and the contentment and the joy with her husband, you know, like observing her with her husband and her two beautiful girls, Gabi, Gabriela and Caroline And so the phrase for me for next year, a part of it has been revealed to me is that I am perfectly present. So even as I reached out, you know, to this past relationship, knowing I was, you know, reaching out in a spirit of reconciliation, but also asking for help with something, you know, that's Atlanta based and also being open to, you know, a couple things. And then, but also knowing that, you know what? he may not choose to respond and for me to be okay with that and to trust God with that. And I was praying about it and it was sitting on me heavy among like many other things. And I did reach out and ironically he reached out within like seconds, like within seconds, like he reconnected back. Um, And also the response was very almost like, or at least what, what, The Holy Spirit deposited on me was that it was almost like things didn't skip a beat. Like there was nothing, there was no animosity, there was no um, heaviness. There was just presence and joy was like almost like the best or the two words that I could describe. Um, I don't know how it was on his side. I'm not going to speculate at all, but that's what it felt like to me. And it was uh, really nice to get a response right away and to be content in the presence and in, and like, let it be, period. And me years ago, there was this like spirit of striving or a fear of like, if it's not moving to something now and I don't know where it's headed now, then there was this lie of it's not going to move to X later and that wasn't just in a relationship that was in you know faith that was in vision that was in money that was in my business so I felt like the Holy Spirit was sitting on me with this because of reconciliation because of community because it was unraveling a string to so much more so yeah So crazy until it happens. So I'm in Atlanta right now. As of the second, I don't know um, how, if I'm, this is going to be my base right now. I'm going to share more on the next episode. As of right now, I'm staying with my friend Mariella a couple more days. Then I'm shifting to my friend Silvana's house. And as of right now, that's until the 20th. Um, But at the same time, I felt like I took a leap of faith to serve with the Passion City Church Conference, which has also been on my heart heavy the last several years to attend, and I was not able to for Priorities, choices, other things in my life, and I reached out in leave of faith, didn't necessarily think they would confirm me as a volunteer slash door holder right away. They responded like in hours, you guys, and that's January 2nd and 3rd. So that's on my heart. But at the same time, I'm open if God transitions me sooner, because as of now, um, my friends have, you know, family and stuff coming for Christmas. So as of now, I don't have any place to stay beyond the 20th if I stay in Atlanta, Um, it's cheaper for me to go on a practical level to Mexico, um, or Colombia. I have a possible project in Colombia. Actually, I do have a project and she's said yes for dates, but not until January. And I do have a possible project or not a possible, it's a project, but possibly for January in Panama at a retreat center. So yeah, there's a lot of crazier leaps of faith. A lot of things of walking in the deep. There's no shallow waiting here and in faith and life and all the things. So wherever you are in your faith, wherever you are in your journey, I see you, I hear you, I relate to you. And please feel free to share on stories or anything. Tag me at Katrina Julia Fit at Fit Life Creation. Leave a review, I'll shout you out. And remember, create, transform and inspire you're born to. And if someone hasn't told you lately, you matter, you matter so much. Chat soon.
0: So how are you loving the creator snapshots? If you are a creator and you would love to submit a snapshot with tips on faith, wellness, money, marketing, business, and or travel, then check out in the show notes the form to submit for your creator snapshot for us to consider yours as well as even more opportunities to collaborate in our creative community.